Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Hello, and how y'all doing? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from New Orleans. It's a chilly day down here today, but not as bad as up north. Today's show, again, is sponsored by WGL Consulting, the go-to company for buying and selling equipment companies. The company is headed up by the industry's leading legal mind, James Waite. Uh, He can be reached at james at wgoconsulting.com. A big thank you to all my faithful followers, especially that international group. Last week, we hit 12 countries. So tell your friends and associates. And I hope you enjoyed last week's show about answering emails and micromanaging. So if you've got a question, send it in. I'll do my best to get an answer for you. And a quick plug for my book entitled Screw You, The Comeback is Always Stronger Than the Setback. It's it's about careers in the rental business and business both. So uh, it's uh, it's an interesting story. When, when you write a book, uh, which is not an easy task, the editor typically wants you to put in what's called an epigraph. And it's something to set the tone for the book. And so here's my epigraph from the beginning of the book. It says... Careers can be like a Bruce Willis movie. You can die hard, maybe die hard with a vengeance, or live free or die hard, and it's a good day to die hard. Anyway, yippee So I, like many of you, thought I was set for life in the rental business. In this book, you see the changes in horrific accidents and drugs and a lot of things that, unfortunately, are all set in the rental industry. And that's just the beginning of it all. So again... It's on Amazon. I know it's a crazy title, but you'll have to read it to believe it. Might make a great holiday gift to an ex-boss. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show. Let me know if there's a certain guest or subject you'd like to have on the show, and I'll do my best to get them. You can always reach me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or you can call or text me at 504-615-0540. And don't forget, the ARA show is right around the corner in February. It's not too early to start that shopping list. So now, today's show. Uh, Over the last year, I've talked a lot about different aspects of management and management styles. And so today's topic is about performance management. And the thing about the rental business or the typical structure of a store or group of stores kind of goes like this. Uh, If you had an organizational chart, you'd have first the branch manager, then the sales team, both inside and outside. You'd have a service department. You'd have a logistics or delivery group. You'd have a yard team and even administrative team. So if you look at each of these groups, there's typically a manager in charge of the group, be it the branch manager, sales manager, service manager, or with larger companies, regional managers, then vice presidents, and so on. The main thing these managers or leaders are charged with is production of their team. However large or small, it comes down to how well they produce results. With that in mind today, again, I'm talking about production management. And the new management, excuse me, the new managers guide to performance management. And there's 10 tips for managing performance. So if you recently became a manager, 
you know how hard it is to evaluate and improve the performance of your team. Thankfully, many other managers have faced the same problem, which means you can learn from their mistakes to speed up your learning curve. As someone who's had the opportunity to manage teams of 12 or 50 or hundreds of people at various points in my career, I've made enough mistakes for all of us. So here I'm going to discuss some things about performance management. So what exactly is performance management? Performance management is helping each employee do their best work. Effective performance management requires two things. One, setting clear expectations for team members, and two, holding team members accountable to those expectations. It is simple, yet a difficult process. So what makes performance management difficult? Well, setting clear expectations for the team is the foundation of your performance management. If you haven't clarified your expectations, you can't expect the team to meet your expectations. So, do team members know what you expect from them? Do they know what great performance looks like? When they struggle, are you there to provide guidance and assistance? As a manager, when you share your expectations, you need to confirm that the other person heard what you were trying to say. Everyone's mind works differently, so it's important to confirm that you and the employee have a shared understanding of what they need to accomplish in their role. A gentleman by the name of George Bernard Shaw said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Think about that for a second. So, setting clear expectations is not a one-time thing. It's an ongoing conversation as the person's skills, the team's work, and your client's needs evolve. You should constantly reset and redefine expectations to ensure each team member knows what you expect from them. Beyond setting clear expectations, the next component of performance management is holding the person accountable to those expectations. Many managers struggle with this step because it can require tough conversations. As a manager, it's your responsibility to provide immediate, candid feedback and hold your team accountable for producing great work. If someone continues to struggle to meet expectations, you need to talk to them and share what you've observed. So, what causes performance issues? Every person wants to produce great work. There's not a single employee who desires to perform poorly in their job. And it's important to approach performance issues from a perspective of understanding rather than judgment. You need to seek to understand the underlying cause of the problem. Ask questions to gather more information rather than immediately judging the person for doing a poor job. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, for every hundred men hacking away at the branches of a diseased tree, 
Only one will stoop to inspect the roots. So, why do people sometimes struggle? Performance issues are generally related to one of two things, motivation or ability. Either the person lacks the motivation to do their job effectively, or they are lacking the ability to perform at a high level. And the two problems have different solutions. The motivation problems. Motivation problems are sometimes caused by personal issues outside of work. It's very hard to concentrate if, say, your marriage is struggling, a relative just died, or you're struggling with who knows what disease. Whenever possible, strive to know your employees well enough to know what's going on in their personal life so you can help accommodate these things. Ask yourself questions like, how can I determine what is causing their work struggles? Or, how can I support them as a person rather than just an employee? However, you also want to protect that employee's right to privacy. If they don't want to share personal details, don't force them to do so. And if you get the hint that the issue could be related to a health or medical problem, advise the employee to speak with your HR team. Sometimes an employee's lack of motivation is not connected to any significant life event. It's possible that they're simply struggling to overcome laziness or fear. The point is that you don't know what is causing a performance issue until you take the time to ask questions and dive in further. So here are a few ideas of how to overcome motivational problems. One, connect back to their motivators. Perhaps one of your team members has expressed that they really want to move into a management role, yet they refuse to give direct feedback to their coworkers. You could connect back to their career goals and remind them that feedback is critical to successful leadership. And in order to become a manager down the road, they will need to develop that skill. Next, clarify expectations. Check with the team member to ensure they have a clear understanding of your expectations. It's hard for employees to be motivated if they don't understand where they're heading and mainly why. Clearly articulate your expectations and talk about anticipated roadblocks. It's much easier for team members to overcome challenges when they're expecting them and already have a game plan for defeating them. And you have to identify what's called demotivators. Ask the employee if you or others have done anything recently that has been a demotivator for them. For example, it's possible that you recently micromanaged the employee on a project and made them feel like they had a little autonomy to make decisions. Micromanagement, as I actually discussed last week, 
is often demotivating. So it would be helpful to know if that's impacting that employee's current performance. And it's important to note that you cannot motivate someone else. Motivation is an internal thing. Although you cannot motivate someone to do, to want to do something, you can remove demotivators that stand in their way. So that's just one segment of it. Then we get into ability problems. And that's a whole different set of circumstances that face people who are assigned projects along the way. So as you look at this production management and look at all the facets of it that we're going to still cover, I guess you really have to decide if it's a form of management that you want to pursue along the way. Because if you're not sure if you want to pursue it or not, I mean, it can take a lot of work and a lot of planning as we'll talk about along the way. But uh, you can't do it. Again, you can't motivate people. People have to be motivated themselves. So before we get into ability problems, let's take a quick break here and jump back to Voice America. And we'll come back in just a moment to continue the discussion on performance management. Back to you, Voice America. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Genie Z60 slash 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 slash 37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. The 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And today we're talking about production management and uh, just have kind of switched over to the uh, performance side of production management. And performance issues are generally related to one of two things, motivation or ability. We just finished talking about motivation. So let's talk about ability problems. Ability problems could be a result of poor training, increasing job expectations, mishiring, or misalignment of skill set and job role. If the person clearly is motivated to work hard and stay engaged, but they're still struggling to meet expectations, you're likely dealing with an ability problem. Similar to dealing with motivation problems, the first thing to do is to ask questions and collect more information rather than jumping to conclusions. Ask the employee questions like something like, do you feel like you've received sufficient training to perform this work? Or what can I do to help? Or even what aspect of this project is most difficult for you? In the book, Developing Management Skills, authors David Wetton and Kim Cameron suggest a few ideas for how to overcome ability problems. Number one, resupply. Ensure the team member has the resources and support they need to do their job effectively. Number two, retrain. Offer additional training. It's possible that you didn't set them up for success in their role in the first place. Number three would be refit. Consider rearranging the employee's job task around their unique strengths. You could consider reassigning some of the person's work to another team member, either for, either for the short term or long term, and moving more tasks onto their plate that align with their skills. Fourth is reassign. It's possible that the person is a great fit for the company, but not a great fit for their current role. If you think that's the case, start talking to other team leaders to see if it would make sense to transfer the person into a different team. And lastly, release. Sometimes the best solution is to let the person go. This is a last resort, but it's occasionally the best choice for everyone involved. You need to create an environment where everyone performs at a high level, and the employee wants to work somewhere where they feel successful. If that's the case, partner with HR to determine an offboarding plan for the employee. Whatever is best for the company is what works, in my opinion. Next, how to create a performance improvement plan. If an employee is struggling, you should sit down with the employee to create a plan for improvement. A performance improvement plan 
also called a PIP, is an agreed-upon plan that contains next steps and SMART goals. SMART being specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound for what the employee should complete by when. When writing a PIP, explicitly state the performance gap you've observed and explain what must be done to fix it. As much as possible, it's important for the employee to own the plan so they can be in charge of their own growth and development. A PIP is distinguished from normal performance conversations in several ways. First, it's a formal document that you'll send to the employee. Next, it explicitly conveys the seriousness of the performance issues. Next, it contains defined steps for improvement in written format. And lastly, it goes into their employee file. And here are 10 performance management tips. First, don't wait till there's a problem. You should have ongoing performance discussions with your team. Don't wait until something is a big problem before talking about it. Discuss concerns as you have them. Number two, dig deep to understand why. Behind every performance issue is a reason. Generally, something that comes back to motivation or ability. You want to understand that reason in order to deal with it appropriately. Number three, be candid, kind, and assertive. It's important to balance candor and kindness when sharing tough messages. Don't sugarcoat the messages. If an employee is struggling, tell them. Share what you've observed. Number four, care for your team members as people. Find ways to support the whole person by learning more about each person's life, family, hobbies, and passions. Caring for someone does not mean you will never fire them. It does mean that you will first do everything possible to help them succeed. Number five. Learn each employee's strengths and weakness. And you know, it's okay to have weaknesses. Everybody has them. The important thing is to understand them so you can develop them and or work around them. Knowing someone's strengths and weaknesses will also help you move people into the right role. Six, delegate work to develop and determine ability. Delegating projects can be a good way to determine whether someone's skills are up to snuff. Consider which task you could delegate to employee to the employee to challenge them and develop them. And number seven, don't tolerate mediocrity. If someone is underperforming and you allow them to continue underperforming, everyone suffers the company, customers, whomever. High performers on your team will become frustrated and may even decide to leave the company. Average performers may think 
they can slack off because you seem to allow that kind of behavior. You must hold a high bar for success. Number eight, trust but verify. If someone is struggling with the task, check their work occasionally to verify that it's being completed to the standard you expect. And number nine, eliminate subjectivity. If you choose to conduct quarterly or annual formal performance reviews with your team, create uh, like a Rubik with defined criteria for each score. If you include a one state to five performance scoring system or something similar, define exactly what constitutes a four as opposed to a five. If possible, provide some type of tangible example for each score. The more clear you can be, the more you will eliminate the subjectivity and implicit bias that negativity affect performance reviews. And lastly, number 10, give people a chance to improve. Unless an employee committed a horrible offense that warrants immediate termination, work with them to create a performance improvement plan to help them become more productive and successful. Gotta remember, effective performance management comes down to two things. One, is setting clear expectations for all team members, and two, holding team members accountable to those expectations. So what can you do today to set better expectations for your team, then help them meet those expectations? That's a thought for the day that you as managers should consider. So moving on, performance management. Here's a quick start guide to performance management. You want to understand the basics of performance management. Many writers and consultants are using the term as a substitution for the traditional appraisal system. And you are encouraged to think of the term in this broader work system context instead. Performance management eliminates the need for performance appraisals employee reviews, and employee evaluations. Performance management is not an annual appraisal meeting. It is not preparing for that appraisal meeting, nor is it a self-evaluation. It's not a form, nor is it a measuring tool, although many organizations may use tools and forms to track goals and improvements. They are not the process of performance management. Performance management is the process of creating a work environment or setting in which people are enabled to perform to the best of their abilities. Performance management is a whole work system that begins when a job is defined as needed. It ends when an employee leaves your organization. Performance management defines your interaction with an employee at every step of the way in between these major life cycle occurrences. Performance management makes every interaction opportunity with an employee 
into a learning occasion. And so there's, a, again, this whole performance management is a whole different management style than might be the norm. But again, it gets all back to productivity that you want out of your team. And the productivity comes from their performance. So that's how the link is with these two things. And so I'm not sure which, what you're using. I would love to hear back what kind of system you're using. Send me an email. Give me a call so we can talk about it or something to say what you're doing to motivate your people. Again, you can't motivate them. they got to be self-motivated. But to track their performance, if you've got a better idea, another idea, a uh, great incentive, I'd love to share it with the audience. With that, let's uh, take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about components of a performance management system. So back to you, Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. 
Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to the third segment of the show. And today we're talking about, we started talking about uh, production management, which led us into the performance of the team members under those managers that are there to make sure that the production is taking place uh, within the team or within your rental operation. So there are some components of a performance management system, and it might be a little bit uh, overwhelming because there's there's quite a few, but I'm going to try to run through them and see if you guys can uh, uh, gain any information out of these. So the performance management system may contain all of these components we're about to talk about, but it is the overall system that matters, not the individual components. Many organizations have been able to develop effective performance management systems without all the following practices. A performance management system includes the following actions. Develop clear job descriptions using an employee recruitment plan that identifies the selection team. Next, recruit potential employees and select the most qualified to participate in interviews on site. Next, conduct interviews to narrow down your pool of candidates. Next, hold multiple additional meetings as needed to get to know your candidates' strengths, weaknesses, and abilities to contribute what you need and use potential employee testing and assignments where they make sense for the position that you're filling. And select appropriate people using a comprehensive employee selection process to identify the most qualified candidate who has the best cultural fit and job fit that you need. And when you talk about cultural fit, you know, it's, it's will someone jive and fit in with the team? That's very important to me. Ability is one thing, personality is another, and they're both very important. Next, offer your selected candidate the job, negotiate the terms and conditions of employment, obviously including salary and benefits and paid time off and other, you know, organizational benefits that your company offers. And welcome the new employee to your organization. Next would be to provide effective new employee orientation, assign a mentor, which I don't think a whole lot of people do, but somebody to take somebody under wing, and integrate your new employee into the organization and its culture. Negotiate requirements and accomplishment-based performance, standards, outcomes, and measures between the employee and his or her new manager. They got to know what they're there for and provide ongoing education and training as needed. And this can also dovetail in with the mentor, someone to oversee, to check that they've had certain training that's required. So provide ongoing coaching and feedback. Conduct quarterly performance development planning discussions. Next, design effective compensation and recognition systems that reward people for their ongoing contributions. Next, provide promotional career development opportunities, including 
lateral moves, transfers, and job shadowing for staff. And lastly, assist with exit interviews to understand why valued employees leave the organization. And I'm not so sure how many companies really do this to find out the hows and whys of why someone leaves the company. Uh, be it a better position, compensation, whatever the case may be. I know it's a very competitive employee market out there today. So, to learn more about performance management quickly, uh, this is the quick path to learning more about performance management and performance development planning. You can implement this system in your organization with great success. And again, we got a list. Performance appraisals don't work. Tells you why you want to move away from the traditional appraisal system. Performance management glossary entry provides a basic definition of performance management. Performance management is not an annual appraisal, provides the components of a performance management system. Performance management process checklist gives you the components of the performance management process. Performance development planning provides the steps for preparing and implementing performance development planning. Performance development planning form is used to write out specific goals and measurements to be updated quarterly. And there's goal setting beyond traditional SMART, as we talked about earlier, goals, discusses goal setting and tips to help managers improve performance appraisal provides concrete suggestions about how those of you who have to manage in a traditional performance appraisal culture can make them better for both you and the employee. And common problems with performance appraisals identifies the most common reasons why appraisals are not effective. And phrases for approaching performance reviews and difficult conversations shares tips about successfully holding a comfortable appraisal meetings. So these are just a number of things that can go into the process. But with all these tips and tools to help you develop a performance management system, you'll find it easy to put a system together. Staying committed and making it work is the hard part. But you can do it. Your managers and employees will see the utility. So if anybody, I mean, I think everybody must have some type of an employee review that they go through and be it the uh, uh, production management style or the performance management style or the annual review style. The important message is that if somebody is not performing and you want to talk about performance with them, you've got to attack the issue head on. As I said earlier, it's not something that can be sugarcoated, uh, especially if there's a new employee on the team and your manager should communicate with their mentor or coach that they put them with to see how they're doing along the way to check and see if they're living up to the expectations because it's a, it's a big challenge to hire the right people 
for the right team. Uh, you might get in there and have a technician that's got a surly attitude that when he's out on the road uh, may not be treating your customers the right way. Well, that service manager has got to get to the bottom of those kinds of issues. Uh, it can be very frustrating to be, do nothing but fix equipment all the time, for example. Sometimes it's uh, because of customer negligence and it's not the company's fault. And a lot of those issues can be very, very frustrating along the way. And salespeople for performance, you know, they can bang on doors all day long. But if they're not getting the production and getting the orders, then there's got to be someone who can sit them down and talk about training and what maybe what strategy, as we've talked about in, in past shows, might be taken into maybe make a difference to the success or failure of someone. Uh, and I see a lot of young people entering the industry, which is fabulous. I'm really excited about that and all the you know, college campuses that are being hit uh, up with uh, you know, stories of uh, just recruiting, basically, or as I see on LinkedIn, a lot of talent acquisition folks out there uh, always looking for the best people. But remember, ability is one thing, personality is another. They got to fit in with the team, which to me is as as important as any ability that they may have. They got to be customer friendly. They got to be service oriented. All these are the things that make this rental industry tick, so to speak. So again, we move from production management to performance management to just about daily counseling of people, but you won't know unless you stop and look and see how things are going along the way, see if uh, if they need some more help or some more training, uh, be candid with them and say, how do you think you're doing in this job? And do you need any more help? And, uh, and ask their coworkers, uh, you know, how's the performance going? And are they being productive in their, in their jobs? I think all these things are very, very important uh, to the success of any company, be it large or small. I know a lot of this stuff talks kind of from a 10,000-foot view, but they really, a lot of these things can apply to even the single-store owner uh, who has a small group and uh, may have just hired somebody to be part of the setup crew if it's, uh, if it's party goods or it might be somebody who's washing down equipment in the yard. And there's just a number of things that can uh, the, the various aspects of employees that, that we have in this industry and all the different jobs that have to be done in order to make uh, our customers happy with us and make a success of the organization are just so, so important. So, you know, you won't know about their performance until you take the time to uh, sit them down, talk about their job, how do they feel they're doing, and again, be candid, very candid about uh, what you think they could do better or uh, maybe they should can fit into another position in the company if you don't think that position is really working that well for them. So keep that in mind. And again, if you have any other uh, management ideas, I'd love for you to send them to me so that we can uh, talk about uh, these with the audience and let everyone learn from others as to exactly uh, how they're running their business. Everything is anonymous, but always looking for great ideas 
to send into folks to the listeners. Okay? All right, with that, let's take a break and jump back to Voice America. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And today we started off talking about production management, and we slid into the subject of performance management. And so while we're talking about performance, we all need to keep in mind that proper prior planning prevents poor performance. What is that, about six Ps? Wow. So we've all experienced that nervous feeling when we have a a presentation for an exciting potential new project or client meeting coming up. Maybe it's with a salesperson or maybe it's a new customer that's coming into the store. And we all know that preparing thoroughly for whatever challenges ahead can help turn that nervousness into confidence, especially if you're a new employee. But 
What's the best, most effective way to prepare? There are ways to learn and think more effectively. First, when and how much should you prepare? Obviously, more is better than less. But how do you prepare most effectively? Science tells us that spreading out your preparation over time, rather than cramming it all into one sitting, gets better results. Review each item on your agenda several times over the week before your conference or your presentation. And maybe it's just a job interview that you're preparing for. This approach produces the best grasp of your information with the least effort. And who wouldn't cheer for that combination? And how should you prepare? Don't simply review your written notes over and over. Make the information yours. Teach it to yourself. Write it down again from memory. Write down ways it could be used in other situations. And man, when I when I hear this, I just keep thinking outside sales, outside sales. And every time they got to stop, they got to make a new presentation to someone along the way. And you got to ground yourself in core concepts. Underlying any strategy, purpose, or plan are core ideas and concepts. The more deeply you understand these core concepts, the better you are at using them effectively. Not to mention communicating them with to others. Sit down with an understanding and patient friend or colleague and explain these concepts to him or her without handy references to check. And there's a way that you have to change anxiety to confidence if you're making a presentation. Rehearsing your presentation is a great way to build confidence while you practice. Make your presentation to a colleague a team member, or a friend. That provides the closest simulation of what you're preparing for. Ask for feedback to help you work out any kinks. And time yourself. How long do you want the presentation to run? After rehearsing, write down any new insights into your ideas and concepts. Explain how these new insights fit into the original ideas and concepts as thoroughly as you can without reference to source material or your notes. And do it more than once. Close the day. You will actually make your presentation. Let yourself get anxious early, and you'll be far less so when it actually comes time to present. So what methods of preparation work best for you? I'd love to know your strategies. Send them to me. So again, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. So I think every day when somebody shows up for work, they got to have a plan of how they're going to perform that day. Because with the rental business, as we know, things change so darn quickly along the way. So that's enough of that subject for today. Uh, In closing, you want to reach me. Uh, rental equip talk radio at gmail.com. I have received a couple of calls, which I appreciate for discussion. 
at 504-615-0540. And remember, you can always listen on demand. And I hope some of the issues discussed today either helped or provoke more questions for the success of your business. Uh, next week, we're going to have more discussions in and around the industry, one that might include venture capital. Uh, don't forget about my book on Amazon, Screw You. The comeback is always stronger than the setback. If you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, uh, have a question, whatever, just give me a call. And today's quote, obstacles are necessary for success because in selling, as in all careers of importance, victory comes only after many struggles and countless defeats. So said Og Mandingo. And I hope you're preparing for the ARA show. Lord knows there's a lot of different products out there and all different shapes and sizes that I've seen uh, based on last year's uh, show that I attended. So you really got to think hard about what and where you're going to spend your capital, which is so important. And uh, as you get your business plan in place for 2020, know what your capital expenditures are going to be so you can hit those revenue targets along the way. Again, it doesn't happen by itself. So, it's been my honor to spend this time with you. I'm Donald Charbonnet, your host and diehard of the rental industry, signing off. And remember, it's always service that wins and keeps the business. It's not always the price. So be safe and good renting, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.